0: This is Mid-Missouri's total sports station, KTGR, and it's time to get big. That was a big-time answer right there. You've got the Big Show with Andy and Brent serving up sports talk from Mizzou to the pros. And everything in between. Join us now on the KTGR hotline at Sound Off on today's biggest stories in sports. The Big Show starts now.
1: You bet it does. Welcome in to this Wednesday edition of the Big Show. On ESPN, 100.5 and 105.1 KTGR. Your total sports station in mid-Missouri. Thanks for tuning in online at KTGR.com and on the KTGR app. It's Andy Humphrey, Brendan Schaefer, and producer Chris all here. You can join us at 875-KTGR. Mizzou is in the top ten of the college football playoff. They're out oh, ten. Baby.
0: No,
1: they're, they're not. They're, they're nine. And man, was it uh, great to see yesterday! We'll talk about it here in a few minutes, and maybe nine some the, is fine. Nine is just fine.
0: <laughs> We're happy about it with here, here,
1: us here on the show. I think the general consensus: yes, we are just fine with nine. Should be two, but whatever. Uh, it, yeah, it is whatever. What it we'll is. Yeah, do. sure. Uh, but we'll talk about the college football playoff here in just a second, and also uh, today, NFL top five, bottom five. We'll give our updated rankings on what we think the uh, the top of the nfl should look like and what the bottom of the nfl probably more importantly should look like
0: <laughs> why the is the bottom more important hey
1: man whoever wants caleb williams <laughs> like hey, it could I be guess. important
0: drake man maybe we'll where are we gonna do i was gonna say are we gonna do that when the draft lead-up occurs where we're asking is caleb williams really the qb1 is that are we gonna we're we gonna are get we to actually going
1: to do that
0: I don't know. Chris just said his name. Drake Mays, another good candidate. And, uh, yeah, he's not better than is, Caleb Williams. So. Can, and this is probably not the time or the place to ask, but is, is Jaden Daniels not under consideration for the NFL? I mean, he's the nah. best player in college football, so Whoa. I don't know. I mean, he's but been, you're right. he been here for a while. These, he, I'm sure he's eligible to go to the draft. But anyway, yeah, we'll talk the bottom five. I know that uh, anytime we do the bottom five, your Texans aren't in it anymore, so you're happy. And we just move along with that. That uh, was
1: more fun when they were there, but, you know. Nah, maybe.
0: You, like it be- you like it better now. Maybe
1: the other side. Maybe. Are they in the top five? You, you think they should be in my top five? They're that, not in my there? top five.
0: Okay. Non-denominational Texan, you big right. liar Houston homer. All right. <laughs> if I'm they're in your saying, top five, maybe we'll, we're going to have a conversation. we'll
1: see. Uh, yeah, we'll do that coming up at 5.05. You can give your top five bottom five NFL teams that. 875-KTGR. You can tweet us at KTGR Big Show and find us on Facebook too at Facebook.com slash KTGR Big Show.
0: Now the Big Show's Big Deal.
1: With the news last night right after our show ended we learned where Mizzou was ranked by the college football playoff committee and they came in at number nine. They hopped four other teams. They were ranked ahead of Louisville was still a one loss team. That was uh, pretty eye opening as well as uh hopping oregon state uh they hopped teams that lost also uh penn state ole miss and they had obviously already beaten tennessee so the tigers come in as the highest ranked two lost team in all the country pretty impressive stuff and the committee certainly seeing what mizzou has put together on on this season so far and giving them that recognition tigers trying to keep that ranking As high as possible as they take on Florida this weekend for their final home game. It'll be a 6.30 kick. Pre-game begins at 3.30 on Saturday right here on KTGR. So you can tune in for that. And that is the Big Show's big deal on this 15th day of November, 2023. 875-KTGR. If you want to call or text us. It was a big day yesterday.
0: Dude, when I saw that, first of all, the last two minutes of college basketball games are a scourge against society Ooh, because yeah. that that game that that game between what Michigan was it State Duke, Duke. Michigan State was the first one that champions classic they do every year. The second game was pretty good between Kansas and Kentucky, but the first game, I am sitting there at eight o'clock waiting to watch my team get ranked in the top ten, and I gotta watch endless fouls in a basketball game that's over. I need the students to chant "Let the dream die" because the selection show the, the CFP rankings reveal was a little bit tardy as a result of the hoops game but that's fine it's fine mizzou landed right where we needed him to so we're happy
1: i mean that was a bit of a surprise for me right we were talking about who they probably should jump and maybe like maybe they'll jump these teams but if not it's probably not the worst thing in the world you know we were looking at oregon state and louisville in that same group right they probably should keep their ranking
0: I said that they shouldn't. I said that they shouldn't keep their ranking, and the CFP uh, committee agreed with me, but I didn't think they would. That's the thing. I thought Mizzou had a better resume than even a one-loss Louisville. We talked about it yesterday at length, but did I really think that STP, something to prove, had, had been proven to people on that committee? I was surprised to see that screen of 11 through 15 pop up and not see Missouri's name on that list. It was great to see Ole Miss. I think that was the key one because... If you didn't pass them yesterday, Andy, like we talked about, you might not be able to have the games yeah. left to do so. They passed Ole Miss and Penn State, which was what had happened in the AP poll. But to get Oregon State and Louisville, I mean, you, you have yeah, the Those teams, they did not conference. pass
1: in the AP and the coaches. Like, they're somewhere right no. ahead of them there. So. And I like it. I like that the committee uh, gave <laughs> this kind of uh, Your discretion. check is in the mail, Gary Barta. Uh. <laughs> Pleasure doing business with <laughs> exactly. you, kid. Exactly. Um, but look, that's why this committee was formed is because when you do tabulate those results and you combine a whole bunch of lists together and you get computers involved and things like that, I'm not saying that it's not important to have that kind of baseline for how you rank these teams, but that's how the AP works. That's how the coaches poll works. They all pool everybody's thoughts together and nobody gets to look at these rankings in a room and say, okay, does this look good to us? No, it's just pushed out from what the votes are so the fact that this committee took the time to say look we know that louisville and oregon state have been ranked ahead of mizzou in these in these other polls here probably or or maybe the way that it shook out maybe they were ranked in front of them before their whole you know going over scrubbing each spot are they actually better ranked than this team or should they be dropped below I have a feeling that they looked at Mizzou side-by-side side next to some of these Louisville and Oregon State and Penn State teams and said, look, it's more impressive right now. It just is. Yes. Absolutely.
0: And I think it benefited Missouri, which we had talked about before the rankings came out, but now seeing it in stone, it benefited Missouri the way that Georgia popped Ole Miss. Like, the fact that they yeah. win that game handily, first of all, makes Ole Miss look a little worse relative to Missouri, but it also makes Georgia look better. And and it just strengthens the result that you had against Georgia, even in a loss. I know we don't like to talk about it, but in delineating out between these teams, I think that did work in Missouri's favor. And then you look at Louisville, their loss wasn't to Georgia. And I know that they've only got one And Missouri also lost to LSU. But if you could tell me you're losing to a team that's won 27 in a row and you keep it with, you know, basically one possession down to the end until the, the final field goal for Georgia. Same thing against the eventual Heisman winner because I think that's where Jaden Daniels is heading. Those are your losses, and then you stack that up to Louisville, who has beaten nobody, and it, Notre Dame, I'll give you that one. Yeah, But they lost to Pitt. They lost to Pittsburgh. So for that, it's it, to me, yes, this is the way that it's supposed to work in these ranking rooms and on these committees. And for Missouri to be the team getting the credit for their strong resume and their strong performance in this season. It's a little bit of a unique feeling, Andy. It's an unfamiliar sensation, but I'm, I'm not hating it. It's pretty fun. I mean,
1: with the way they've put things together all season to not only win the games that they've won, but they've been up for every game. There's been no letdown game this year. Uh, again, uh, we say let down game. It, I mean, yes, there were losses, but they were competitive losses. They were right there toward the very end, had a chance. Yeah. To, the ball in their hands last second, whatever happened to get another score on the board happened. And so, But every single game has been Mizzou giving its best punch to whatever opponent they had on their schedule, good or bad
0: the only game they played badly in this season was middle Tennessee state. They didn't play well and, and against a bad opponent and they survived it. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because after that, they, tur- they really turned on the jets and said, we're opening up this offense for K state. I, I, Andy, I know that things have been said on this show and, and on Twitter by me about Eli Drinkwitz in past years, mm-hmm. but I could not be more impressed by the way that he has leveled up now do you always think I was unfair with some of the criticisms? Maybe some of it. A lot of it, though, I think was warranted. I just honestly don't think we have seen this version of him until now, but he has coached a master class this season. I mean, from the from the jump, when you look back to the Kansas State game and recognizing, hey, we need to be able to open this up for this game because it's one we've got circled on our calendar, and then to proceed through the rest of the schedule, you can look each and every week at the adjustments that he's made sure that they have impressed upon the team whether it was penalties this week or whether it was you know needing to uh, clamp down on, on third downs defensively or have better third down efficiency on offense. They have each and every step of the way found ways to get better as the season has gone along, and that's coaching. If you're going to criticize coaching for some of the bad things that they weren't able to get done in previous years, you've got to be willing to say, yep, this guy knows what he's doing and is having a hell of a year. And that's I, for me, that's where Eli Drinkwitz is, and he's got this team in the top 10. Um, I'm still writing high, Andy, after watching the, the, the mini-movie they put out today. Mizzou Athletics does a great job with those. This one um, was
1: excellent, by the way. This is the it, best it one was, all year if yeah, you haven't
0: seen it yet. The, you got to check it out. The the, you
1: know.
0: Oh, we'll the, talk the, about the Josh Heupel the, stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that's, look, we kind of recognize it a little bit, and I said on Saturday, all men. The handshake. They replayed it on the Georgia Ole Miss broadcast. How brief the handshake was. With like, they did the graphic of like a little highlight and zoom in and like, hey, this kind of happened. Kind of showing the world that was on the ESPN night game broadcast. So I thought, okay, this is something that people are maybe going to be talking about. But then the audio, <laughs> the audio comes <laughs> out, and uh, you know, Eli Drinkwitz said, stand on business. Josh, stand on I'll business. see it Like Gosh. gone. And so, it's a, you know, is that a TikTok trend, whatever? Here's the thing I love about it. You know that around the conference today, people are hearing that in other programs and going, Eli Drinkwitz, that dork. What is he, what is he doing <laughs> leaning in on the TikTok trends with these kids? Guess what? The joke's on them because this yeah. guy knows exactly how to tap into his team. If you watch these mini movies, they give you great insight into, like, the, the speeches, right, that he'll give it halftime or before a game. And he is motivating. I don't think I gave credit to how much of a motivator this guy really is. And then you can now start to see between the lines a little bit of okay, he's saying these things to Josh Heupel, and that's caught on a hot mic. What do you think's being said behind the scenes that these these kids know going into a game? They remembered last year. They remember sixty-six to twenty-four. They remember Josh Heupel calling, calling time out yeah. to make sure he gets that last touchdown. I mean, revenge. <laughs> is the dish best served cold? That was a beautiful, beautiful thing, and I love the way we got to see some extra insight into that from Mizzou Athletics today.
1: It was great stuff. 875 KTGR, call or text us. Mizzou is number nine in the latest college football playoff ranking, highest ranking ever in this era of the college football For playoff. For now. For now. Uh George texting in. Number nine, but have a legit chance. To move to number six by the end. As long as Mizzou stays ahead of Alabama at the end, they won't hose us on a big bowl game. Mizzou needs to dominate these next two opponents and keep the committee's eyes peeled open. So, yeah, I I wondered about that. I mean, right now, you know, yes, there probably will be at least one or two more teams above Mizzou that end with a couple of losses. Like, like say, Alabama makes it, but they they don't beat Georgia. Would you rank Alabama below Mizzou? What's the score?
0: What's the score of the SEC yeah. championship game?
1: If it's a close game, then I don't know if I can do
0: it. Right? It doesn't move. Yeah. It, remember when Missouri has made championship games in past years? Think about two thousand seven. Yeah. Missouri got hosed by dropping in the rankings and still being above the, the rankings of like Kansas and Illinois. But because of the way the bowl affiliations worked at the time, didn't get a BCS bowl. It was a. It was completely ridiculous. Right. It's not quite as stringent now, though. Right? With the bowl affiliations, that's one element of it. But the other element of it is: Do you penalize, penalize an Alabama team for making their championship game if they lose a close loss to Georgia? I think the answer is obviously no. But Andy, if they lose fifty-two seventeen to Georgia, I I'm not saying for sure that Missouri doesn't hop Alabama in that instance. Assuming Missouri wins these next two games, because eventually we do have to stop looking back at Tennessee and looking ahead to Florida, because this is not a gimme. But, it, but that's kind of yeah. we can do the the kind of game where we question what the rankings could look like. That's I okay.
1: don't think Mizzou fans have to worry about the committee first of all, it's not gonna be the committee uh hosing them on on a bowl. Like the the committee has absolutely vaulted Mizzou to a place where if they win their next two, like you're you're playing in a big bowl game.
0: Like you're playing
1: right. in one of the New Year's six. No it's questions net- asked. You control your own
0: destiny for that now. Um so I, I mean- guess I could paint a scenario where it could go wrong like if Like, if Louisville were to beat Florida State, but what if Louisville wins out and beats Florida State? Now they're both ahead of you, right? Um, Oregon State wins out. Washington's still ahead of you. Oregon is, that would be a question, right? A 10-2 Oregon team that doesn't make the Pac-12 championship, because if Oregon State wins out, do they lap Oregon? Like, there are some scenarios that you could paint, guys, but I Oklahoma beating Texas what happens there with a two loss Texas and a Oklahoma team that now has beaten Texas and you know maybe there are some things that could happen there but I would agree with you it's very unlikely and just as as it can work against you yeah I could paint you a scenario that could work in Missouri's favor if you really wanted me to right
1: again it, it really does come down to winning your games on your schedule and I I think it'll work out some way in the end maybe one bowl here or there gets changed around maybe you don't go to this one instead of it's still a good one one, though you're gonna get a good
0: bowl game a high profile Uh, and hopefully a high profile matchup right like yes i i think it's you're gonna get a team that you're excited i think and enthused to play against if missouri can close the deal i
1: mean the only question is well you could be paired up with the highest ranked group of five champ you could get like come Tulane on down air force like
0: that Tulane beat usc last year in that bowl game though right yeah, so did. i mean sure a, i, I mean, would want right. to see somebody compelling.
1: like you know at texas or heck even oregon if they're texas, in that spot. Oklahoma
0: Penn State right. even Oregon State yeah not UNLV calm down <laughs> Calm down. You get the Berry Bowl. Come on, not, stop as 10 it. Win, not as a ten-win, not as a ten-win team. We're gonna again. You cannot assume these games. We're gonna talk about why over the next couple of days. But I think in a situation where that that team wins ten, are you're not looking at the type of games that we're jokingly you talking about. Going to about the Gasparilla Bowl, I'll say yeah, no uh, gasp. Much. yeah. We can gasp- put that out of our minds finally. What a joke.
1: <laughs> I mean the the one thing I was looking at though was that the. The ReliaQuest Bowl, uh, which is one of the affiliations for the SEC, and it's like right below the Citrus Bowl, I think. Or it's Where that is that Tampa one? Six. It's in Tampa, the same place as the G- Gasparilla Bowl.
0: No. If they, That's, yeah, that would be w- beat Florida. Beat yeah, Florida, be Florida. <laughs> and avoid that. Win these, win these last two <laughs> games. In Arkansas, they, yeah, they'll find a way to put you in one of those those next tier bowls if you lose a game.
1: Eight seven five
0: K. Enjoy North Carolina. No.
1: George texting in, give Mizzou the loser of Ohio State or Michigan. That actually, I don't know if that would happen though. I don't think
0: uh, that sounds painful. I, I don't know if no, it would happen because I, I think
1: most likely that team is going to the Orange Bowl because it's okay. either like
0: because ACC your word for is it.
1: going. There's an ACC for sure going to the Orange Bowl, and then either an SEC or a Big Ten, and they would give it to the highest ranked non-conference champ, which would most likely be. The Ohio State or Michigan loser. And,
0: and their this year is in this year you have Rose Bowl in the rotation, right? So you're not going to get that. They are
1: one of the playoffs, yes. Which so. is
0: kind of a bummer. You would have liked to have seen Pac-12, Big Ten in the last year of the Pac-12. That would have been kind of interesting right? to me. But whatever, that's the TV money talking. Andy, um, can I paint a scenario for you? I just have a question. Okay. Go it's, ahead. A, it's a rather simple question, All but right. it's convoluted in that it's got a lot of layers to it. Missouri's ranked number 9. No. You know, we're really excited about that. Yeah. You got you do have Louisville and Oregon State right behind you. They've got big games left on the schedule so they could be nipping on your heels, but if Alabama were to lose to Georgia by a large margin. Yeah. Like we talked about. Okay. Or maybe even lose the Iron Bowl, but that seems less likely. You know, I think if Alabama gets blown out, Missouri probably hops them. If Texas sitting there at number 7 loses to Iowa State in Ames, tough place to play. And then has to go to the Big 12 championship game. Somebody's got to win that game between Texas and Oklahoma. But OU's already got two losses. They're pretty far behind Missouri at this point. So if Oklahoma were to beat Texas in that, man, Texas got three losses. Oklahoma, maybe you can climb from 12 to above nine where Missouri stands. But I don't know. I leave this? that to where, where the committee to decide. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking questions. Oh, now, Oregon is sitting here at number six. Oh, gosh. And they've still got some tough games left on the schedule. I believe they still play Oregon State, oh, right? Oh, boy. So what if they were to lose that rivalry game to Oregon huh. State? Now Oregon's a ten and two team. They're also um, not going to oh, be in boy. their conference championship game necessarily. I, I still think that would be a question mark, but we'd have to double back to that. Brandon. even if they were in it, Andy, I want to ask you about Washington. They're sitting at number five, Brandon. undefeated. If Washington were to beat Oregon in that Pac twelve final game, now suddenly system. yeah, now suddenly Oregon's got three losses, and so I'm just looking ahead, going, okay, well, Florida oh, State. Boy. You know, they don't really play anybody, Florida State, but they do play the Florida Gators. Oh
1: God. And
0: you know what? Missouri plays the Florida Gators as well. I wonder what would happen if Missouri were to beat the Florida Gators, Florida State would lose that rivalry game, and then you say, well, guys, Florida State is a one-loss team, uh, even though Missouri will have beaten a Florida team that Florida State lost to at that point. Uh, I, don't get anything crazy in your head, Brendan, except, except Florida State would still have to play Louisville in the ACC championship game. Uh, what if they lose that one to Louisville? And you might say, well, Brendan, yeah, Missouri probably hops Florida State at that point. That's two rough losses. However, Louisville would then have a pretty good claim over you. They're just a one-loss team. However, Louisville still happens to play Kentucky. What if Kentucky were to beat Louisville, which is a team that Missouri already beat? So now suddenly your ACC champion Louisville has multiple losses just like Missouri and a bad loss to Kentucky, a team that Missouri beat at Kentucky. So now I'm thinking Missouri has suddenly boxed out the ACC. And the only teams left standing are Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Washington. We know now that Washington's undefeated because we needed all that to go in our direction out in the Pac-12. So, Washington, congratulations. You've made the playoffs. And we know that Georgia's going to have to beat Alabama to get this done, so you're unbeaten, too. You're in. Now, Ohio State and Michigan, let me talk to you. you got two Big Ten teams. Uh, They're both unbeaten, but they play each other. So one of them's getting lost. Yeah. And I did notice that one of the teams, I don't even remember which one, goes to Maryland. So, basically, my point is...
1: Pretty sure that's Michigan.
0: Michigan goes to Maryland. Yeah. Go Terps. Because if the Terps can beat Michigan, and then Ohio State beats Michigan, well, Michigan's two losses suddenly don't look that strong. And I think you've got an argument to be made for Missouri to bolt (laughs) up to number four with big wins over Florida and Arkansas. If you heard all of that and it registered with you America, let me know where I'm wrong because I don't think there is any spot other than that potential Big 12 two loss champion that would be ahead of Missouri. Uh yes. And that that can be solved easily by Kentucky lo- or pardon me, Oklahoma losing to, you know, whoever they whoever they play as a cupcake in the conference in the last game, but then still beating Texas in the Big 12 championship. Is it likely? It's not. But the scenario I just painted I think I think it gets you there, Andy. So that's it. I just had to get that off my chest.
1: Who is it? Is it from It's Always Sunny? Uh, it, I can't remember the actor's Charlie? name. I Charlie. I think it's Charlie. Charlie, looking at the map and like, connecting all these dots and waving his arms, everything like that. That yeah, was Charlie Brendan Day. for the last that's three the minutes.
0: That's the actor. Yeah, um, that was me. Uh, but I, here's what I would say. Can you find any flaw in that logic? Yes. It's a bunch of... Yes, I can find flaw a flaw. Be?
1: The committee's not putting in a two-loss non-conference champ, period. They're not.
0: But if you had no other choice, do you think Missouri, in the situation where Missouri whipped up, let's say Missouri beats Florida by 30, and then Florida State loses to him by 10, Louisville also loses yeah. to Kentucky. I know it's crazy, but I'm just asking for verification here. So now Louisville is still playing Florida State. Louisville beating Florida State would be Florida State's second loss, their other loss being to a bad Florida team that Missouri, in theory, whooped up on. Okay. For, Louisville has the conference championship at that point, but with losses to Pitt and Kentucky, they have the ACC championship. That would be the only two-loss conference champion because there's a way to make it so the Big 12 champ has three losses. That's all I'm saying. And then you might say, well, SEC's undefeated, Pac-12 undefeated, Big 10 undefeated, and those are the five power conferences. That's all I'm saying. Go Terps.
1: I get it. You need the Terps to win to, to, to shoot but, off but this you entire agree, scenario.
0: You agree that if all of those things happened, Chris sat down at a perfect time. If all of those things happened, the Big 12 champion has three losses. Louisville is a two-loss champion in the ACC. Georgia undefeated, Washington undefeated, Ohio State undefeated, Michigan with two losses to Maryland and Ohio State. You're telling me there's not a, there's not a case to be made for Missouri in that spot? Oregon State would have three losses. Oregon would have to two. Made.
1: It's not going to be made because they're just going to put Bama in at that point. Like it's like <laughs> uh, that's how this works. Like okay, oh, nobody so B- else wants right. to be in the playoff. Okay, Bama, you can be in. They get the iron bid. Yeah, You're right,
0: Andy. You you actually are correct, and so yeah. I have to make an addendum. Yeah. Bama does have to lose the Iron Bowl in yeah, addition to losing exactly. to Georgia. Okay, yeah. now it's now it's now it's ironclad. We're good. Okay. We're foolproof here. Brought to you by Shangri La Dispensaries. <laughs>
1: Actly. Big show's on at 426-KTGR.com. It, uh, so, KTGR. it. it
0: was 420 <laughs> as I started that rant, but I'm just saying.
1: Oh, boy.
0: I'm just saying I think there's something to this. It would take like 14 things happening, but in that scenario, you couldn't keep us out, baby. You couldn't keep us out.
1: 875-KTGR if you want to text in your own scenarios. We'll keep going through the scenarios we think could happen in the coming weeks in the college football playoff coming up next. And we'll talk our top five, bottom five NFL teams as they stand now about the midway point of the season. We'll do that at 5.05 here on The Big Show.
0: You are listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com.
1: This is number nine. College football playoff we came out yesterday. Give us your thoughts on it. Eight seven five, KTGR. Here on the big show with Andy Brendan and producer Chris. Eight seven five fifty eight forty seven. Why are you shaking your
0: head, Brendan? I just can't believe you doubt my wisdom. I, I painted the perfect picture. I, I paved the path for Missouri football to number four in the CFP, and you just you shot me down, man. I can't believe it. It because
1: again, I. Mizzou's not going to be playing on championship weekend. And typically, the teams that don't play on that weekend. Oh, I know. You're, you didn't listen to the get argument. a great chance to move up. They just don't. You, you right?
0: need, no, you, need, you don't have a good chance. You need the chaos that I described, which was like right. 15 different things. Exactly. But if those 15 things happened, <laughs> it would be undeniable that Missouri would be in the mix. Uh, That's all. Okay. Yeah, again, like you,
1: fun, to you about, just, fun to think about. Fun to think about. But
0: I wish you would just tell me, Brendan, that was like a laundry list of items. It's ridiculous. And then I would go, yeah, you're right. But if they all happened, I don't think you'd have an argument.
1: I I guess if all right, it all happened, all happened. If it all happened, Which, then. It's like 20
0: would... things. I'm not denying it. You're talking about Maryland beating Michigan in every other game going your way. Yeah. And Louisville, who stinks, beating Florida State. Louisville stinks. That's why Missouri. Hopped him, despite the the superior record for the Cardinal. Yeah, that's all.
1: I, I, get it. Yeah, I, 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 all I guess. Yeah, uh, no. I. It's I a understand. long shot, but yeah, it is a long shot. But uh, if it all happens, I suppose you at least have the the ability to say that you got it all right and and all that. I'm even, just if it that does, even if means that it means that Maryland Michigan game
0: that Maryland Michigan game happens this weekend. So we'll know. Is that, we'll a, new,
1: is that a noon kick? I'm uh, sure it's a big nude kickoff. Big, big yeah. nude kickoff, yeah.
0: I believe, I believe it huh? is. Right. I'm glad, glad we both called it all that. Right. I'm
1: glad, I'm glad all right. we both called it that. Chris, be honest. You're
0: uh, in the commercials for the big nude kickoff. You've never gone. Did they just say big nude kickoff? Because I do it every time I hear them say that. So is it just me? Maybe it's just me. <laughs> not going to confirm or deny. Maryland's exactly. going to get creamed in that game, man. I know, but if they didn't, <laughs> I'm saying if they Put it didn't. on the list. That'll be my first pick. That was yeah, <laughs> Michigan minus hey, fifty or whatever. You yeah. guys want to make some easy money on me? You put the Michigan Maryland game on the list. I'll take Maryland just to keep the dream alive, baby. Sure. Just to keep the dream alive on picks of the week.
1: Uh, Chris texted in eight seven five KTGR. Uh, he did see. Uh, he first of all said Brendan liked the thought. Go Mizzou just a year early before go. they expand.
0: Just a, oh, it's I a know. Bummer. Don't think about. Don't if think they, you are about be, that. They'd you be sad.
1: in if it was the expanded playoff. Like assuming the two next wins,
0: year. they still got to win two games. Yeah, Let's yeah, be yes, for sure. Vigilant.
1: If it, it, he did say if it ended today and the playoffs were this year, the expanded playoffs, uh, Mizzou would play Bama.
0: We want Bama. I mean, that's what I, 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 mean, I say. Yeah. I it never worked out you well for would people play Bama and, Bama. and then no, and then the winner would, would
1: play them. the winner would play Georgia. Right
0: yeah, we want that. Georgia too. Yeah. Uh, Georgia on a neutral field? Yes, please. they only beat us because they are in their own stadium. That's Ooh. my thing. Missouri is as Ooh. good as Georgia. Andy, they I took take. them toe to toe at their Yeah, stadium. but what if they
1: play at the peach Bowl or something like then it's not Okay, a neutral that's, stadium. True.
0: Like, that's true. that's where's the national championship game? is it Is it, is it in Atlanta where they this where they year
1: this year it's in Houston.
0: It's a this year where this Missouri year. is going to be playing. that's why I need to know this year to get my tickets. That's all.
1: Hey uh, you can, you can get
0: tickets if you want. yeah go right ahead. By the way by the way, you know what if they had beaten Georgia, I probably would have started to do some reckless things in terms of flight booking and the like. But anyway. oh no,
1: I got no. If that happened, no, I, <laughs> if that, then happen, I, I would be,
0: agree. That's would be impossible. That would be warranted. To... We need to read George's text though. I need to read when people support me on this yeah. show. Usually they're telling me to shut up. George says I love the optimism and applaud all that. Andy is awfully negative. Brendan gives Mizzou fans hopes and aspirations. Andy is not a dreamer. He is a settler. <laughs>
1: I'm a dreamer. I'm just, You're not you a know. dreamer.
0: You're killing my dreams here, bro. Yeah. I'm a dreamer Andy when it comes says,
1: to all things Houston Texans. That's what I'm a dreamer oh, about now. He's saving all his dreams yeah, for the team for, that for nobody fact. around here yeah.
0: cares about. See, Andy's a settler. If you tell him you can have the Gasparilla Bowl, he'd go, Gosh, that sounds wonderful. No, I, no, I just that's hope not we keep true. it competitive.
1: No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on. Uh, uh, thank you, George. Uh, that brightened my day.
1: Eight seven five KTGR.
0: Andy says, "Hey, you give me Kendra Miller for Joshua Dobbs. I just have to take it. I mean, I just have to. That's a trade that I just can't, I can't turn it Stop down." Stop it! You bringing that, that up trade, again? Though. You did that trade not forty. Yeah, and ago. I regret
1: that. I regret I mean, it right it away. Come on! Oh, don't that was know why. Fun. Thank I even you, tried That. Um, I mean, uh, I'll say this: you you do have the path that could. Make Mizzou uh, close to that spot to to number four. I just, uh, again,
0: nine spots right now.
1: Right now at nine, I mean.
0: No, yeah, it would literally. I went down the list and said, what's the worst thing that could happen to all these teams above Missouri? And what's the, and like I looked behind to say, okay, Louisville would also have to lose to Kentucky because otherwise they'd hop Mizzou. So like, yeah, I absolutely painted a, a tangled web for 12 other teams.
1: Because like I almost uh, see the committee uh, creating almost an imaginary line between Alabama and Mizzou right now between the eight and the nine of like okay these are probably the teams that above this line are national championship worthy probably well, the in, ones that barring chaos
0: though barring chaos discount sure chaos. Like but, but in chaos
1: scenarios, then you see those teams below Mizzou that are going to have the chance to play on those weekends, and then they're going to get more attention from that.
0: I know. And... That's why the teams below Mizzou had to lose to Kentucky. Like, again, well, I painted the ultimate picture. They
1: needed to dr- be driven down
0: even more so exactly. they didn't I covered pass. all my bases. Yeah. But I understand it's, it's not, you know. You need multiple, I think, three double-digit underdogs to win outright. Before you can even get started with the conversation, so let's take a breath. I said what I said my piece. We had fun with it, but in reality, I I do feel as though it's interesting to see if even a little chaos above Mizzou would make you feel good, right? Like get him to get him closer to that picture would be kind of fun. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's well, like if you show up on the screen
1: of like you know they put number five and number six below the top four on that selection show, you're six six at some point. Hey man. Get to it's be on the unlike, same screen as yeah. those teams,
0: right? It's unlikely it is yeah. to even get that far, but it's fun to dream on. It's fun. To, we'll we'll spend this week rooting against teams like Texas, you know, rooting against Bama in the Iron Bowl. Like that's what's fun. You you can at least have a little bit of intrigue to this whole thing because the higher you climb, the better it is for the program, right? Like you you do lose a lot of talent this year, Andy and Eli Drinkwitz is yeah. going to have to figure out ways to use the portal. I think he's very confident in in what he's going to be able to do in the portal to restock the cupboard a little bit. But all things being static, you, you assume that you have a, a, a Brady Cook to Luther Burden connection back. Um, I've got the lawyers working round the clock right now trying to figure out extra eligibility for Cody Schrader. We have not cracked through that case just yet, but what we do have the lawyers on it. Okay. So just give them some time to crunch the numbers, to look for some, uh, some clauses and some different uh, legalese and we'll try to get that figured out All right. but there's still going to be some good players back and i think next year is a, a, another year and you look at the schedule too i think there's I, I think this is just the beginning of what missouri could be in terms of kind of setting a new foundation so the higher you climb in the in the cfp rankings the more it just feels like you're supposed to be there if that makes sense well i
1: mean that gets a little more attention for some of the uh pollsters who then vote before the season like you Mizzou I don't think got a single vote. Uh or maybe they maybe they did uh before the season. To I can't begin uh, the year. Yeah, to begin the Were they in the receiving votes category? I honestly I don't can't know remember
0: that. They were, Andy. Look if I you, can't remember that.
1: If you win out and um and you go to a New Year's six and maybe you win that New Year's six, but I honestly don't really think it matters what you do in the game. It, it, just that you play it. Um And you finish. He's a
0: settler, guys. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that
1: it's not going to affect your poll, uh, your final poll, all that much. Like you're going to be in a high spot. You're going to be in the top ten. If you, if pollsters look at the top ten of last year's college football playoff ranking and they see Mizzou there, they're going to be like, look, they at least need to be in the top twenty-five at the very. They got to be at least
0: twenty, right? They'll say, oh, they have their quarterback returning. They have their quarterback, top receiver returning
1: defense still has some some issues, but they can be figured out. Maybe you do well in the portal and you see uh what your roster looks like like those that matters for how the season the next season starts with where you're ranked or what votes you're getting things like that
0: oh yeah i would I would completely agree with that definitely
1: yeah and and look that it it doesn't it's not the end all be all but it does kind of matter where you're ranked beforehand. Uh, to to see what you're measuring stick. It is It helps for some of these in other the AP teams, poll, right? but
0: I do. Again, we do like that the CFP rankings no, start to no, mid-season. It,
1: eventually they they do better and they give you more of a clearer picture of who's the best and who isn't. But um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what it could look like.
0: Andy Larry texting in at five seven three eight seven five KTGR asking. Can Mizzou climb higher in the polls as it stands? Larry, about twenty minutes ago I did a rant if you missed it of how Mizzou's actually going to make the C F P as the number four team. <laughs> right. But realistically, what do you see as a realistic final landing spot with like a minimal amount of chaos? Like predicting the games that you think well, teams like, could say, actually like, lose.
1: Everybody actually does kind of win out or like these scenarios. Do what play they're the supposed they
0: to do. Honestly. Right. Like uh,
1: one of Ohio State or Michigan has one loss and Florida State stays undefeated. Washington, I, I guess maybe you know if if one of those Pac-12 teams like falters towards the end, Washington or Oregon, like they have tough schedules coming up. So maybe yeah, but if Missoula's they lose to, a,
0: to if Washington loses to Oregon State, I don't think you pass a one-loss Washington. Okay, right? no, no, it would have to be a two-loss
1: Washington to even have a chance to pass them.
0: Yeah, um, and so that's where it gets a little bit tricky to to, to find your way around. Right. now Oregon, you could do if Oregon's. Now, here's the thing. Washington, this, I actually think, can happen. Washington beating Oregon State gives Oregon State a third loss. They're right now sitting at 11. Yeah. Missouri's at 9. Yeah. Oregon is at 6 with one loss. Oregon then could lose to Oregon State. I think that game might actually be at Oregon State. If Oregon were to lose their second game of the year to a now 3-loss Oregon State, now it's in Eugene. So it probably doesn't work as well as if that game was in Corvallis. But if they lose that game, maybe they do drop Oregon dropping further. to 10-2, and two, I think Mizzou would be above Oregon if Oregon State loses. Uh, if Oregon loses to Oregon State, I do think Mizzou could hop them. I do think Mizzou could hop Bama if Bama gets absolutely crushed yeah. in the SEC Championship. Like, very game.
1: clearly, final scores matter uh, with these rankings. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, based yeah.
0: on where we see Mizzou the, in, in Ole Miss this oh, week, sure. I agree.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I think Alabama losing a close game to, to Georgia, anything. yeah, I don't think yeah. they hop Alabama for that. You could hop Texas if they lose. Um,
0: but then does Oklahoma hop you with two losses mm, as a Big 12 champ?
1: They're five teams away from Mizzou right I now. Know. so That's
0: what's juicy about the whole thing, Andy. Alabama gets crushed by Georgia. That's plausible. Mizzou, I think, would hop them. Oklahoma beats Texas. Now they've each beat each other once. They both have two losses, and Oklahoma's so far down there with a bad loss to Kansas. In my opinion, that's a pretty bad loss. Uh, I know they're like ranked twenty-five or whatever, but they are still KU. It's not crazy to think Mizzou would stay above Oklahoma. Is that what you're saying?
1: Right. Yeah. I I think they stay. I'm just making sure. I agree. Yeah. Like if you're saying that Texas, the the only loss they suffer is to Oklahoma in the Big Twelve Championship. Is what you're then saying?
0: Th- I'm saying if that happens, Texas is a two loss team, but one of their losses came in the conference title game against a team that they beat earlier in the season. See, I don't was- know
1: if Oklahoma would hop Texas at that point. I think they'd
0: be close. I don't think, but- I don't think Oklahoma would hop Texas. Would Oklahoma hop Missouri? And would Texas drop below Missouri? Those are two questions that I don't know the answer to. I think they I would think thr-
1: Texas could drop below Missouri, but... Um,
0: you honestly might have Missouri as the, the cream filling to the Oreo sandwich cookie of those two Big 12 schools right around yeah, yeah. like 7, 8, 9, could be. depending on what else happens yeah. around them. But like the scenario for Alabama falling below Missouri is very simple to me. You lose by 30 to Georgia in the SEC title game. I do believe Missouri has an argument at that point, assuming Missouri wins out and looks good doing it, to jump one spot. Um, Texas loses to Oklahoma. I believe there's an argument there. Oregon loses to Oregon State. As long as Oregon State also loses to Washington, I think Missouri stays above Oregon State, and I think Oregon may actually drop below Missouri at that point. But it's, that's very subjective. But that's where you stop climbing, Andy. I don't think Missouri can get, below, get above six without some major chaos, because everybody else is unbeaten. Yeah, because look, it,
1: the Ohio State-Michigan loser, if they only have one loss, I don't one think loss, they're dropping below Mizzou. It's a great
0: loss, no uh, chance. Yeah, so,
1: I mean, it, that's your solid five if everybody else stays undefeated, and then you know, Mizzou could crack into that sixth if that's the, all that happens.
0: That's but, not too crazy of a scenario. It's still a little bit far-fetched, yeah. but it's more plausible than adding in all the stuff about you know these unbeaten teams losing twice yep. to, to hop them.
1: 875-KTGR. Keep getting your texts in. We'll get to some of them coming up uh, in just a few. Under the bus next. uh, Is this the worst deal ever in NFL history? It's kind of looking like it now. We'll talk about that next after this live local sports center. You are listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Got under the bus in a bit and the sweetest thing in sports. Then we'll get to our NFL top five, bottom five. You can give us your list. By calling or texting us at eight seven five K T G R, we'll do that at five zero five. And also, keep giving us your thoughts and reaction to Mizzou being ranked number nine in the college football playoffs. Soak it in, nine number nine in the country as they get set to take on Florida this week. They want to try and finish the job and get to ten and two with wins over Florida and Arkansas over the next couple of weeks. We'll see if they can do that. <laughs> It's time to go under the bus on the big show. Oh, Brandon, I would love for you to try and defend Draymond Green now, after headlocking somebody in this game.
0: <laughs> he uh, come he on, man! It pretty quick, didn't he? Go right
1: ahead and try. No,
0: it. no listen. That, the play that happened last year was defensible. This one is not. Okay, so you won't hear me talking about this one. Yeah, under right. the bus.
1: Uh, he's under the bus after uh, the Warriors and and the Jazz. He headlocked Rudy Gobert quite literally. He does not after like th-
0: Rudy. Yeah. He doesn't like the guy. <laughs> and it, it was
1: funny. Rudy afterward had a theory after the game because he was interviewed afterwards and said that Draymond Green was just trying to get ejected because Steph wasn't playing. Steph was hurt yesterday, Steph Curry. So Gobert was out here accusing Draymond Green of like, Quote, I know Draymond's going to get ejected. Every time Steph doesn't play, he doesn't want to play without his guy Steph. So he's doing anything to get ejected. It's all good, end quote. Do you I
0: actually know- <laughs> agree with that. I yeah. think Rudy Gobert is spot on. You yes. Want to know what the source is? you know what the score was when that headlock happened? It was 0-0. Zero, zero. Oh. Yeah, zero like it was, zero. It, was, it was the very
1: beginning of the game. <laughs> so, I yeah.
0: 100% buy into the theory by Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Rudy is on my fantasy team, so that's part of it too. Under the bus.
1: Oh, that practice yesterday in the... Uh, in tournament or in season tournament game, it got chippy
0: with the Lakers and Grizzlies too. Did you
1: see that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. I've not been watching this uh, this NBA in season tournament. I'm yeah, sorry.
0: Anthony Davis That's like the only, that is the it. only
1: basketball that I've seen from the in season tournament was Draymond Green literally headlocking Rudy Gobert. Also, uh, the Browns were dealt some tough news this morning. Deshaun Watson undergoing season ending shoulder surgery.
0: Oh thank goodness! I thought he had done something bad again. Uh, Oh yeah, well. Yeah, Yeah, because you never know with him.
1: Never know. Um, But now with him gone for the season, they have—I believe—Spoltrak had this uh, stat. He's been paid ninety million dollars now for eleven games (laughs) of work.
0: Speaking (laughs) of a guy who doesn't want to play,
1: right? And they and the Browns gave him that big old fully guaranteed contract. Gave all those draft picks up. And this is what they're getting: worst deal in NFL history.
0: Yeah, I saw him in the locker room with P.J. Walker saying, "Hey, bro, can you hit me in the shoulder with this hammer? I need to be, oh, I need to be done man. with this season." So I think that's what happened. I think oh, that, that, that's how the happened.
1: Now you're yeah. uh, throwing accusations out there. My goodness, under the bus. Man. and also I don't on,
0: respect Deshaun Watson. Sorry, no, that's no, me neither. No, I,
1: I I'm right there with you. And under the bus of Major League Baseball, they're thinking about tweaking the pitch clock again. They're thinking about making it 18 so seconds for. Whole, for when runners are on base, which I would not be in favor of. I think it's fine the way it is. Oh, I, I think cares? you don't touch it.
0: Who cares? God, they got to get every little second. Uh, they basically, can out baseball
1: of the, pitchers care. Like, come on. I, I they got to
0: get all the time they can taken out of the game under the bus. No, look,
1: it was fine. Now they did the. It did its job. This past it worked time, fine. it worked fine. Yeah. You don't need to tweak it.
0: I think they want more bases. It's time ceiling. for the sweetest thing in sports on The Big Show. Sure. Yeah, more steals. That's probably it. Yeah, probably it. Sweetest thing
1: with our friends here at the Candy Factory. Get those chocolate-covered candies and all kinds of goodies for your coworkers this holiday season at the Candy Factory in downtown Columbia. Online at thecandyfactoryonline.com. Well, a sweet story that we're learning more and more about. Eli Drinkwitz talked about it on Tiger Talk uh, the other day, and it was also on uh, the SEC Inside Program but basically, uh, Cody Schrader, uh, the coaching staff was getting informed that Cody Schrader was 20 yards away from breaking the uh, single-game all-purpose yard record by a Mizzou player. And so they asked Cody Schrader, hey, you want to go get back in, get 20 yards, you can be a record uh, breaker? And he said, no, nah, I don't know. Uh, we, we didn't get here by breaking records. I don't want to go out there. That'd be a little selfish. And that's, that's Cody Schrader right there. And then Eli Drinkwitz afterwards was like, "What?" Well, I... I want to score again. I want to run out the score on these guys. You want to You want to go back in? But yeah, it just... that
0: was a, a signal into the mindset of Drinkwitz. <laughs> oh but, yeah. yeah, Cody Schrader saying we didn't um, build this program chasing records, and like Nate Pete got to get into the game. It's not like Missouri did much on that drive, but I think like that just shows more into what Cody Schrader is all about, man. That you can't not root for this kid. Uh, Mount Rushmore of favorite Mizzou players of all Ooh, time. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I've been saying it. I'll keep saying it. He's that dude.
1: He's been that dude all season long, and it's not done. My stop now. Up next, we'll talk about who he thinks at the top and at the bottom of the NFL, the top five bottom five NFL teams from both Brendan and me. We'll get to that up next here on The Big Show.